listening to the Phenomenal Forum on WCWPSports.org and iTunes. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the inaugural episode. This is the Phenomenal Forum. I'm your host, Matt Weinstein. I'm joined currently by Andrew Servideo. Andrew, what's going on? What's going on? How are we doing? I'm doing great. Huge day. Phenomenal Forum, Episode 1. Alex Demiris will be joining us each and every week as well. He's not here today, but the train keeps rolling. So, let's start it off huge. The past couple weeks, the Shield is back. It's Seth Rollins, it's Dean Ambrose, it's Roman Reigns. You know them, you love them. Maybe not all of them, but they're back together. They're a unit. What's going on, Andrew? Well, uh, I think they did a great job bringing them back. Um, I think it could have been better. With the way that they surprised the audience, I think um, the way that they did it was good. It could have been better, whatever. Um, I like this program. In my opinion, this program is something new, is something refreshing, is something that was needed. I think uh, all three of the members of the Shield were getting stale. I think they needed something to do, and it, and it worked out pretty well. And it kills me that I, you know, when it was originally the Shield, they were great. They were the hottest thing going. You couldn't hate them. Whether they were heels, they were babyfaces, they were at the top of the card always. And now, three years later, they're back together. Since they've done their own thing, they've all wrestled each other, they've all held the WWE Championship. And I can't help but feeling the only reason they're doing this is to get Roman Reigns over (laughs) I can't, it's, I can't even agree. Well, that's, that's always the end goal, isn't it, though? I went, of course it is. Are you kidding me? So, <laughs> it's the Roman uh, show. Roman Reigns, soon he's going to go over The Rock, then he'll oh, go yeah. over Hogan. Then, who knows? They bring back Hogan. He'll, he'll go over whatever. Vince, too. Every, he'll go over everybody. <laughs> but, you know, I'm, I was so in on the Rollins-Ambrose tag team. They're doing great work. They had some great matches with The Bar, Sheamus and Cesaro. And then you throw Roman in the mix, and it's so funny. They kept his music, so they play their music. And the crowd just immediately boos. And they go, oh, wait a minute. We like these guys. <laughs> yeah, wait. Say, oh, I, don't, I hate that music. Oh, wait a minute. Wait. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. That music is just, it's so. They've become so accustomed for to Roman it. Reigns. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, but, you know, like you said, a huge program coming up. It's the Shield versus, it's a three on five handicap match. The Shield versus The Miz, The, the Bar, Sheamus and Cesaro, Braun Strowman, and now Kane. Yeah. And I was three on five. Kane was out of there. And I told you weeks ago, I thought it'd be three on three. It'd be The Bar. It'd be Strowman. That's a main event. But it started with The Miz. Yeah. So it must have been, oh, we'll have Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel in there. Are you kidding me? <laughs> what is that? That's what we said when originally when we were speaking about it. We were like, really? They're going to throw in The Miz Taraj, like into this match? Like This match is like so much better than that. Like and They don't even need those guys. Somebody probably figured out. He's like, wait a minute. You realize who we have in here? And they said, oh, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait. All right, what are Sheamus <laughs> and Cesaro doing? They're, they're fine. Go yeah. put them in there. Yeah. And then, it's, oh, wait. Braun's not on the card? Brock's not going to... All right, put, put Braun in that put match, in too. But, but we already have The Miz. He started this whole thing. All right, it's a handicap match. <laughs> you know, they'll, they'll overcome the odds. Roman yeah. will pin everybody. It'll be great. Yep. Uh, but And now Kane's in the mix, which is interesting. Obviously, at the end of Raw this past Monday, the cage match between Roman and Strowman, uh, you know, another feud that'll never end. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it will ever end. <laughs> Kane came out from the, from the middle of the ring. He came from under the ring. And he gave, what was it, two choke slams. And then I love it. He gave him the tombstone, the tombstone. pile driver. I love, you know Kane means business when he hits you with the tombstone yeah, pile driver. tombstone. So, you know, now it's three on five. Again, it's, it's you know, it's a t- very top-heavy card. Now you have for TLC. Now, 
That's two title matches you can't have. You have The Miz, he takes the Intercontinental title into that match. Rollins and Ambrose take the tag titles into that match. Lesnar's already gone. So the only title match on this card, you have, well, two title matches. You have the Cruiserweight title and you have the Women's women's Championship. So you know this match is going to have a lot of time. It's going to close the show. And it's a TLC match. That's right. It's a TLC match. And guess what they have to grab at the top of the ladder to win the match? Nothing. <laughs> it's yeah. a TLC yeah. match, and the only way to win is pinfall or, or submission. submission. Yep. They did. They keep saying, oh, the Shield's first match was a TLC match. It was pinfall or submission. It was stupid then. Yeah. So just because it's the same, it makes it better, I, I'm not on board. I don't know. But, you know, TLC, TLC you know, it's tables, ladders, and chairs. It's uh, it's extreme. It's death-defying. It's, but you you got to get pinned in the middle of the ring. So, I don't but <laughs> It is a no-DQ match. So... Pinning, pinfall or submission is like having that be the only way to win. It's like kind of like it's like streamlining your the victory. But you you think of great TLC matches in the past. You think you know the Hardy Dudley Edge and Christian saga of matches. You think you know Jeff Hardy CM Punk at that SummerSlam. You think John Cena Edge whoever it was. You, you the what you remember is the very end of the match. The winner on top of the ladder, celebrating with Grabbing their championship. The titles, yeah. So the winner of this match is just going to celebrate in the middle of the ring with a fallen body. It was a pin. Maybe maybe they'll win by submission. Oh, well, yeah, you know the Shield's going to have their arms out. You know, that, It'll be like a, a nice I don't know. And victory for them if they, if they a, do it's win. It's a huge match. You think maybe it'll be, and they can't, it can't be an elimination match because next, next month is Survivor Series. That's true. So, they're just, so are they just going to have the same thing next month? Gonna be the same match. Yeah, you uh, think it'll honestly. be five on five, so maybe the Shield gets two extra guys. But then again, who is that? That might not even be the Survivor Series match. That could just be one of the matches. Right, it could be. Last year we had Raw versus SmackDown, that great match. But it looks like on the SmackDown side of things too, they're building up to Team KO and Sammy versus Team Shane, Shane and AJ. Man. Whoever's yeah. gonna be. So you're not gonna put Owens, Shane, Zayn, and AJ on the same team against the Shield. And Braun Strowman, like, that's not going to happen. That's not- Last year they did it. It was weird. They had the heels and baby faces together. Yeah, you know, you had people turning on their own teams. This year, I feel like the rivalries this year are so much more heated. There's so, there's They're more so important. Many blo- exactly. Yeah. There's so many blood feuds going on. KO and Shane. KO and Shane are going to be on the same team? Absolutely not. <laughs> so you got to think this year they're going to have two Raw matches, like uh, a Raw team and a Raw team, right. and then a SmackDown team versus a SmackDown team. I feel like that's the only way it can go. Plus... You know, we'll get to it. You know, we'll get to it right now. Last night on SmackDown. I know we're we're going a little over the place, but it involves Raw. SmackDown, Jinder Mahal laid down a challenge to the Beast Incarnate, uh, Rock Lesnar. How do you how do you feel about this? I really want to know your opinion on this. I, I Am I supposed to say, oh, this will be a really competitive match? <laughs> am I going to say this is going to no. do wonders for SmackDown Live? <laughs> There's no winner in no, this match. No, the no, winner no. on paper, the winner is Brock Lesnar. He'll he'll you know he'll take Jinder to Suplex City, yeah. modern day Maharaja. Who wins out of this match? Nobody. Paul Heyman will get a couple <laughs> good promos out of it. You think Paul Heyman needs that work? I really don't. I get think the what's going down with this. What it should be the the most the thing I'm most excited about is how far Brock Lesnar can throw a Singh brother. <laughs> Did you see that post on Reddit about uh, somebody calculating the actual length that they could throw it? I did, it? and they oh said it was gosh. about, after all the math, it's like 110 feet. <laughs> That's In ridiculous. actuality, it's probably, so then the next year it's like, eh, 10 feet, 15 feet, which is believable. I yeah. believe it, and I can't no, wait to see it. I can't it. wait to see Other it. Other than that, 
This is a match that does not need to happen. No, absolutely the not. The only thing it does, <laughs> I get, you know, with Langton's Ginger's tighter ain't going into the India tour. But, like, India tour. it makes him look weaker. That's what, they, that's he, what they're I, doing. I can't imagine he's going to get in any offense. Either that or it looks Lesnar look like garbage. Yeah, that's true. I don't get it. If, and they, then, if they even have Jinder put in some offense against Lesnar, I think it'll make Lesnar even look even it's worse. Not even gonna, it's not even going to make Jinder look good enough to justify it. Yeah. And the only plus side of this I see is that you save a challenger for Jinder. So he's not going to go. He's gone through Orton. He's gone through Nakamura. Obviously, AJ looks to be next. Who else is gonna like until after after that Indian tour? Who is gonna who are they gonna feed to him? Gonna feed Baron Corbin, Ty Dillinger. There's, I mean, Cena if he comes back, right? There's, true. There's but Corbin I, once he's done with the U.S. title. But I don't see. That's the only thing. It's another month of all right. Mahal doesn't need to go over somebody. So that's that's my only. They're prolonging the inevitable. Is what they're which doing. is him eventually losing, losing the title, the which title. should have happened months ago. Oh, absolutely. He's had the title now since May. Yeah. What's that? Five months? Six months? It's ridiculous. He's going to break Punk's record, too. Five months too long. He said he's going to, he's, not only is he going to break Punk's record, but 3MB is going to reform <laughs> after Heath Slater wins the Universal title. <laughs> oh, my And gosh. they're going to wrestle the Shield. Oh. That's what I heard, too. No, that's not happening. <laughs> out of, you're out of your mind. Jim Hall. <laughs> Hall, if you're listening, you're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. All right, so moving right along. <laughs> Another big, uh, you know, big match for, for TLC. It's the debut of Asuka. Yes. And, you know, last week it was the fatal five-way elimination match to for the right. They called it the right to face Asuka. Should have been called it the right to job <laughs> The right to, to get Asuka. destroyed by Asuka. <laughs> and immediately I was like, that's Emma's job. Oh, yeah. You know Emma's yeah. been in that match. And it's funny because way back in the day, two years ago, it was Asuka's first takeover. I think it was takeover London. Mm-hmm. And she wrestled Emma. And Emma got destroyed. This is going to be the same match. Yeah. I think this match doesn't go over three minutes. You think so? I think Asuka gets all of her stuff in in three minutes, wins with the Asuka lock in the middle of the ring, and that's it. Maybe she comes out after the Alexa Bliss-Mickey James match. Yeah. But three minutes and you're done. I agree. I agree. That's There's not much else that can happen. Yeah. No, she, the, if they even touch this undefeated streak in the first, like, couple months, I'm going to be mad. I'm going to be very mad. Well, after, well, Alicia Fox had the opportunity to break it. Right. She, you know, that would have been, that's a big money match. Yeah. I, in my opinion, you know. Yeah. You, think, you think Alicia? I'm just speaking for myself. You think Alicia's capable of doing I don't that? She's crazy like a fox. Did you see your new t-shirt? <laughs> <laughs> the one that she was complaining about that she didn't have, but they had it out? It's on there. <laughs> yeah. Sam Roberts will probably buy it. Yeah. Uh, He'll definitely buy it, yeah. All right, so, you know, moving right along, the cruiserweight situation on Raw. New champ, Kalisto. Right. You know, they're, you know, they're finishing up their, that Enzo heel turn is all but done already. Where do you go with Enzo and Kalisto? See, now I really want Enzo to have this title, and I don't know why they took it off to begin with and put it on Kalisto. I do understand the whole, like, last-minute thing with Neville walking out. Which again, I am very upset about. This is like we'll become. Get, like, we'll get to that we'll get right to that. after. But uh, I think Enzo will get the title back off of Kalisto. I don't know about th- it being this pay per view, but maybe next pay per view, if not this one. I you know they're they they love to do things out of the ordinary. They love to surprise people. I think they'll have Kalisto will probably retain the title, and the next night on Raw they'll have a rematch or something like that. 
And at least it's fair because the rematch on roll probably get more time. Oh, yeah. And that, There's no room and on this card. that's where Enzo will win the title There's back. There's zero room on this card for this match. That's where they'll finish the heel turn. He'll cheat to win the title back, whether it be, you know, using the tights, using, using the ropes for leverage, or this new heel stable in the cruiserweights. They come on, even a debuting bodyguard for Enzo. Who knows? But... That's where I think it happens. But at TL, as far as TLC goes, Kalisto comes up with the title. I think so. And you know, last and the, Neville, we forgot to talk about Neville. Ugh. What a huge blow to WWE if this is true. If, I really hope it's not. If Neville just walked out. He'll do the same thing Austin Aries did. What a huge blow because after you know, first of all, if it is true. What a great way for Neville to go out. Oh, absolutely. He said, if you touch me, Enzo said, if you touch me, you're never getting a title match again. Yeah. As long as I'm champion. Yeah. So he beat the crap out of him and walked out. Never to be seen again, if mm-hmm. that's the case. Yeah. I hate to see Neville go, but I kind of hope that's the last thing he does, at least with the cruiserweights. See, but like, it was so believable because it sounds like a work. That's what it really sounds I like. I figured it'd be, oh, he, now he's with either, he just moves up the card on Raw, he goes over to SmackDown. Right. Which I think would... It was such. It a would great, benefit him either way. It was such a great spot. Yeah. And at, th- at first I thought it was a work, and then all of a sudden uh, and, uh, he walked out. Also, the same reason, one of the reasons Austin Aries walked out, they left their match at WrestleMania off the DVD. That, They're losing out that on I a saw. lot of money. See, now, that is like something that it already shows, like this Cruiserweight division, like, where's it going? If you're gonna do that and then have Neville and Austin Aries, your top two cruiserweight title holders, top, leave. not only are they top your top two cruiserweight titles, they're guys who believably could be in your world title picture year round. Absolutely, they worked their butts off this entire year for that for that cruiserweight title, and now both of them left. It's it's honestly it's funny, you know, Austin Aries, he's on to bigger and better things. He's got a match against Ricochet soon. He, I don't think he's looking back, and Neville. He's gonna he's gonna be a star outside of the WWE. He just he bet on himself. He's gonna bet bet on himself the same way Drew McIntyre did, the same way Cody Rhodes did. Guys like the Bullet Club, the Young Bucks, Marty Scurll. They said, "Oh well, WWE. That's not that's not the end all be all. It's not. I'm doing just fine for myself out right. here." And I think that's gonna be the same for Neville. Yeah, I think uh, I think Neville would do better than how even Swagger or or Ryback how they're doing right now. I think he's going to be even better than them. I think he'll be at the level that Cody Rhodes is at, in my opinion, because he's that good. I, I totally agree with you. Cody Rhodes, you know, another guy, no reason they didn't, you know, strap the rocket to his back and give him a world title. He made every single g- ridiculous gimmick he gave, they gave him work. Yeah. He made dashing. I mean, they gave him a mustache with the mask, stardust, whatever it is. He took the ball, he ran with it, and it was he put it on like a million bucks. Yeah. And he turned, it's, it's uh, an absolute shame. He turned chicken. What's the what's the expression? Turned chicken salad. It t- t- took made chicken salad out of out of yes. Right. Uh, all right <laughs> okay. We yeah. got it. <laughs> that is the expression. Right. 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 So, uh, you know, it's it's a huge blow for not only the cruiserweight division but WWE as a whole to lose Neville if it's true. But that being said, it's so funny. Enzo, you know, Evanzo's whole thing. In his promos, he said, I put 205 Live on the match. I made this the realest show in the room. He is 100% correct. Accurate. But I, I hadn't been watching 205 Live for a good couple months. The only reason. Until he debuted on 
205 Live. Right. The only reason I started watching that show again was because of him and because of what he was doing. And it's a shame because there's so many great workers on that show. And you turn you tune in for Enzo. Yeah. Guys like guys like Mustafa Ali, Cedric Alexander, Rich Swan, Tony Nice, all these guys. I want to see what Enzo has to say. And it just goes to show Enzo and it, you know whether they whether you love him or you hate him, whether they love him backstage, whether they hate him backstage, he is a moneymaker. He's a draw. He's an absolute draw. Whether he's in the cruiserweights, the tag division, whether he's even he was in the main event. And the difference between sometimes. him and every everybody else is that he has a character. He is himself turned up a hundred percent. That's what he. That's what he's doing. Well, when do they? They have, that's because they have they put a mic in his hand. Right. If you put a mic in the hands of some of these cruiserweight guys, they'll be able, be able to prove you wrong. But they ha- just haven't got an opportunity because for the past year now that the cruiserweights have been on the main roster and they've had 205 Live, there's been – it's been who the title match and there's been whatever Brian Kendrick's doing. <laughs> and then whoever beats Brian Kendrick in that feud – And it's still like that. He gets the next title it's match. It's still That's like that. That's all it was. It, Gallagher, he – Beat Kendrick, then he got a title shot. Then Tazawa beat Gal, that beat Kendrick, he got a title shot. And it's not going to change. That's the way it goes. Yeah. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up here. We're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, you will be talking a lot of Shane McMahon, a lot of Sami Zayn and Owens, a lot of SmackDown. You're listening to the Phenomenal Forum on WCWPSports.org. Welcome back to the Phenomenal Forum. I'm Andrew Servideo. This is Matt Weinstein. So Matt. Uh, Last night on SmackDown, well, yeah, last night, sorry. <laughs> uh, last night on SmackDown, um, we saw Sammy actually come out, uh, talk, interrupt Daniel Bryan, actually. Or he called him out? He called him out, right? Like he, called him out, he called out Daniel Bryan. Right, right. So, or Daniel Bryan called Sammy out. Um, and he is now heel. I don't know if this is Sammy Zayn as a heel. I think this is Sami Zayn as Sami Zayn. Right. I feel like this. the funny thing about Sami Zayn is he'll make a great heel because he's just so obnoxious. It's right. That's what I love about yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like this is Sami Zayn being like, well, I didn't do anything wrong. I did what was best for me and my best friend. Okay. Helping your best friend, that's a babyface quality if I've ever heard one. Okay. That makes sense. I, I think it's like more of the delusional heel type thing. Oh, okay. But that makes sense. regardless of what, whatever it is, I love it. I love it too. And- Wherever they go from here will be incredible. I think it's something new. It's something they haven't done. And it's something that I'm looking very forward to in the coming weeks of how this is going to play out. I think Kevin Owens whispering in his ear, telling him what to do, I think is a great story. I think um, whatever they have next with Shane McMahon planned, whenever he comes back from whatever injuries he's sustained from jumping off the cell, um, I think this this is potential to be feud of the year if if this plays out well. I think you can throw potential out the window. I think this is 100% the feud of the year. Owens and Shane, you add in Sami Zayn, the two of them ganging up. Uh, you talk, we said maybe AJ Styles, who knows. But this is, the I, I, for, forgive me, sound a little bit corny. This is this is the Kevin Owens show. <laughs> Smackdown, yeah. It's not Smackdown Live anymore. Absolutely. Kevin Owens prints money. Yeah. Kevin Owens Whatever he, you know, this they finally said, take the ball and run with it. They put him in the ring with Vince. He delivered. They put him in the ring with Shane. He delivered. Now they gave him Sami Zayn. It's another factor here. I think I think it's incredible. I, I think it's it. perfect. I think Sami Zayn wasn't doing anything anyways. Putting him in this, inserting him into this feud that was already good, it 
it makes it even better. I think um, Owens and Sammy teaming up is going to be crazy. Uh, literally having, uh, which what they did earlier in the year with uh, Sheamus and Cesaro, they had a heel and a babyface tag team. It's probably going to be essentially the same exact thing, but there's a new element to it in that Kevin Owens is influencing this heel persona on to Sami Zayn. I love that you brought up the Sheamus and Cesaro thing because forever, Sheamus was my least favorite wrestler in the company. Oh, I yeah, absolutely. Absolute, from the minute he walked in the door, I despised Sheamus. <laughs> I th- he's he looks stupid. Yeah. He's not good in the ring. He's annoying. He's just being a good heel. I hated him. I wanted nothing to do with him. But right. Cesaro, I was like, oh, I love Cesaro. Cesaro's great. And they put him together, and again, they, they meshed. It was perfect. And it's the same thing with the heel babyface dynamic of Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. This is something they've been doing forever. Yeah. The they, two have, of they have history with this. 100%. Together, apart, whatever it is, it's, it's just look forward to some great matches between whether Shane gets in the ring again. We said it's AJ. Who's to say we don't see, you know, maybe Shane isn't going to get in the ring as much. Who's to see we don't see Owens and Zayn versus a Y2AJ reunion? Oh, my god! Because that'd be crazy. When Kevin Owens gets in the ring, in the middle of the ring, and says, this is Sami Zayn, my best friend, a little part of me inside is like, Chris Jericho. They're calling it back for what Chris Jericho. What are you Jericho. talking yeah. about? I've That's seen a callback. This. I've seen this before. Yeah. And, you know, they talk, he's talking about before, the month after AJ debuted, after the 2016 Royal Rumble, they put him with Jericho and they made the t-shirts. They were Y2AJ. Those t-shirts were on sale for two days <laughs> because they split up immediately. Yeah. Well, WWE Shop, I just made you some more money. Put those shirts back on the market <laughs> and bring back Chris Jericho for this story. I don't, have, I don't see why not. Yeah, I think that'd be great. Um, all right, so let's, talk, let's get into uh, the rest of SmackDown. So what do you think of um, Pulp, Fa- uh, Pulp Fashion with the uh, Brizongo and, and the Ascension? It's funny. We've only talked about, so far we've only talked about things that are great. Yeah. Add this to the list. <laughs> the in- Fashion Files is the best thing that has ever happened to either of these two guys. They're on the show every, the Ascension every as well. Yeah. They're on oh, the yeah. Sh- they're on the show yeah. every week. They're entertaining, but you just hope to see them get in the ring. Yeah. And was it last week? It well, at Hell in a Cell, their, their bit, it was, uh, Two B, right? And then they had the the vignette for the Bludgeon Brothers, yeah. Luke Harper and so now, Eric Rowan. Now, do you think you that, gotta think that's you think it? That is it, or do you think it was actually the Ascension with the Two B friends or whatever? I mean, I don't, I don't think it was. I feel like the Ascension was supposed to be like, oh, that's it, or is it? Dun dun dun. Oh. But this, it's got to be Luke Harper and Eric Rowan, right? Who yeah. is it going to be? Yeah, I and, really think it is. And too. my issue with that is. They'll have a quick feud. They'll probably get squashed. Brizongo's probably get squashed. Yeah. Then they'll just make more fashion files. Oh, uh, like, I don't think. Uh, am I complaining <laughs> about Brizongo losing? And it's funny because they're they're really the only, with the exception of the New Day, they're really the only pure babyface tag team on SmackDown. On SmackDown. Last yeah. week, when all the, when they you had the truce between the Us truce between the Usos and the New Day, right? And then the Usos, who st- are still the heels. Looked at, uh, looked at the hype bros and said, back of the line, heels. Said, uh, the Ascension, 
back of the line, heels. They said, Brizango, back of the line. Nick Xavier's like, no, 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 hold up. Brizango's cool. That's the new day being like, <laughs> nah, they're the only other babyface team here. We need them. Yeah, yeah. So that other than that, I mean, Gable and Benjamin, I guess they're babyfaces, but they don't they don't really have much personality. They haven't, other than, you know, we're two former Olympians, this guy is just like Jason Jordan. We're still like American Alpha. Right. What, what did they have? What did you think of their promo that they, that they did backstage? I, I mean, I think, I mean, Shelton Benjamin has never been good on the microphone. I think that's what halted any progress he could have had in his first run. Mm. But Chad Gable oozes charisma. And you put a microphone in his hand, you let him talk, just see what he can do. And you, you don't expect it coming out of him. Oh, he's a mat worker. He's a technical worker. He's the, you know, he was in the Olympics. Oh, he's, you know, he's just, he's just in ring. Absolutely not. He's, he can, he can do it all. Yeah. And I think that's a huge thing now that they're the number one contenders for the Usos titles. I think that's a great way to get them involved. The Uso, obviously, the only, other than the New Day, nobody in the tag division is, going up against the Usos on the microphone. Absolutely not. But if you give Chad Gable a shot, I'm not saying he's going to stand toe-to-toe with them. Absolutely. But he'll he'll give it a shot. He'll put up the fight. Exactly. I think Chad Gable has a lot of potential. I think they're waiting on the right moment, which is what I like. They're waiting on the right moment to actually do something with him. And I think this is where he actually comes out and he does something. That match they had it with AJ... Showed everybody this guy can hang. Then he, he had could, the match with Owens too. The match with Owens. This guy can hang. I mean, then again, AJ and Owens are some of the best in-ring workers in WWE They'll right get now. A good match at anybody. Right. Chad Gable has consistently put on good matches. And we knew while American Alpha was still, they were hitting their stride. We knew Chad Gable's the better worker, but Jason Jordan, there's just something about. He has him. a lot of charisma. He, you know, he had the, you know, it's like the silent charisma. They call it like you know he's he's not great on the mic, but he's in there. He's electric in the ring. Right. He had he was the best hot tag in the business since Roman Reigns with the Shield. Yeah. When he would and he would throw down the straps and say, "Oh, he's like Kurt Angle." Obviously, now he's his son. Yeah. <laughs> but and it's funny that they were talking about when who's Kurt Angle's son. Th- there was talks of it being Chad Gable. The reason I think at least that they didn't put Gable with uh, with Kurt Angle. Is because Jason Jordan needed it more. Chad Gable, on his own, is Chad Gable. He's right. great. Yeah. Jason Jordan, he's oh, he's all right. He's just this guy. He, he does a couple suplexes. Yeah. We have guys that do that. Mm-hmm. Why? Why else should I care about this guy? It's Chad true. Gable, you can care about him because he's not. He's five foot ten, maybe. You know, hundred eighty pounds, soaking wet. See, but like, there's a good look to him. I like. I like the way he looks. I think he comes off as somebody that you could look at and be like, you know what? I like him. Uh, he, just just based off he's looks. Just, he's just a likable guy. Yeah. Even when they were when they were coming up in NXT, when they, when American Alpha, when they were the heels, I was like, why, why am I supposed to not like these guys? They're incredible. Yeah. They're incredible together. They're, they're incredible apart. But there's something about this guy. Jason Jordan, before Chad Gable joined him, was just floating around in NXT. Right. Then they said, and then they started doing all the backstage stuff with Chad Gable. Ready, willing, and Gable, you were like, Okay, I can get behind these guys. Right. And I think I think Chad Gable, especially now put him with Shelton Benjamin, an experienced guy, and put him in the ring with the Usos, they're going to put on some good stuff. Right. All right. Well, we talked about Chad Gable enough, but uh, I still love him. So uh, what do you think of Jinder coming out and challenging Brock Lesnar? Right. We, we mentioned it earlier. <laughs> Jinder 
wants the beast. Right. Gender is an idiot. <laughs> why? Why is that? So, I. I. Oh, champion versus champion. It's Survivor Series. Sure. Who is that going to help? Nobody. Zero. Nobody. Nobody's gonna. It's not. It's not gonna do anything. I think this is going nowhere. This is like let's put off gender losing the title for another month. This is that's, that's got. This be is it. let's have Lesnar come out and beat the absolute living crud out of somebody and go home happy. But then, that destroys any sort of momentum gender has because forget whether you love gender you hate gender you think he's great you think he sucks he beat randy he beat nakamura he's held the title for five months he is legitimate so at this point if he goes and gets squashed by lesnar and gets takes eats 30 suplexes why am i supposed to care about the wwe championship any more <laughs> than i do now than you do now yeah because the show has itself smackdown itself has been good without gender on it the fact that he came out this week and said that, it just makes me like think, like, why do they even have planned for this guy? I, it's, you got to think. And then, obviously, AJ came out and challenged him. He said, oh, you're not, you're not afraid of a fight. I'm looking to fight. See, now, but, like, here's the thing. When AJ came out, Jinder told him that he was a loser. Which makes sense, because he did lose his U.S. And his US he, title. Yes, he did. He didn't get pinned, but then he got pinned right. by Baron Corbin. In See, the now, like, how do you believe that AJ Styles is worthy enough to go up against the WWE champion after just losing the U.S. title? I understand AJ Styles is a bigger name and a bigger and a better superstar, but having somebody that's fresh off a loss like that, losing a title, the title that has been more important than WWE Championship in it's, SmackDown so far? He's carried SmackDown. He's carried SmackDown which, just by himself. And now you're going to say... Oh, he lost the title. Let's put him in the, in the next title, the, the better title. On paper, the better title. On paper. First of all, I think you're the only person in the entire world who might have a problem with this. Because saying, oh, AJ's going to wrestle Jinder for the title and he's probably going to take it off him. I don't think he will. Oh, that's it, If that's why I think they'll let this go, I don't think AJ gets – I think AJ might get like a non-title match. He'll yeah. beat him and then, oh, he's worthy. Then they'll wait. Till after Lesnar, after the India tour, then AJ can beat him. Oh my god! Then I don't, AJ see, I don't even him. think they're gonna want AJ to beat him. I think they're gonna have somebody else beat him. Who? I'll That's... speak. Speaking of who, I'll tell you who. It's time for the New Day singles. Push. Oh my god! I'm gonna tell you right oh now. Hear god. me out. Don't, Hear me out. I've been thinking this. about don't this for this. weeks. Don't start this. Listen to me. You have the truce. They, they lost the titles to the Usos. They paid their respects. They got to the back of the line of the tag division. What's left for them to do in the tag division? Four-time tag champs, longest reigning tag team champions in history. What, how, how, what is going to help them by winning the title again and holding it for a month, month and a half? Nothing. Nothing. Big E and Xavier Woods ha- are on record saying, there is nothing we want more than to get Kofi Kingston the world championship. I am on the Kofi Kingston train. <laughs> you're, I think you're 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 leading that train. You're conducting that I'm, train. I might be the only. I, you know, me and my brother, are the only ones on that train. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm I, in the. I'm, I'm in the middle of the train. Call anybody who wants to hop on that Kofi Kingston train with us. <laughs> you are more than welcome. Kofi Kingston, if not AJ Styles, Kofi Kingston is the guy. <laughs> there is no. If not now, it's a strong statement. If not now, it's a real strong. That's statement. what we do here. We we watch wrestling and we give scorching hot takes about the new day. 
Kofi Kingston, if not now, there is never going to be a time for him to win the world title. All right. I mean, right. it, you know, you, uh, 2009, he had the feud with Randy. Mm-hmm. He was ready. Everybody thought, oh, this is, he's going to go from Randy to the title. He didn't do it. They said, nah. They're like, he's been there almost 10 years. One of the most consistent guys they have. Put the rocket on him. Strap it on. Give him the title. I'm all. I'm on board. I'm on board too. I I like where you're thinking, but they don't think that. They have no plan for gender well, right now. Of course, now. that's why I should be booking the territory. <laughs> yeah, you should be booking for WWE. All right, let's move on. So, uh, so Ziggler and Bobby Bobby Roode they uh, had the same finish that Bobby Roode uh, had in the first match between the two, and they had the same. Uh, they they flipped it. So now Ziggler ha- uh, got the pin with the roll up. On SmackDown yesterday, what did you think of that? These are two guys I love. I think they're two of the top. When it comes to in ring and an in ring standpoint, they're two of the top guys in the company. They've put on two mediocre matches. I think it might have to do with you know Dissol- Dolph Ziggler. I don't have a gimmick gimmick, or the Bobby Roode. Look at me, I'm a heel, except I'm playing a babyface. Yeah. Both. Of, but they, just, I feel like it's just lazy. It is. They're not both matches. You know the roll ups. They got the tights. It's that's not how you're gonna. I think that's not how you're gonna further the storyline. I think they're just they're just gonna wait until they can finally turn Bobby Roode heel. Yeah, maybe he's the guy that goes to take on gender. See, that's what I was gonna say. I like Bobby Roode going for the title next. I think he is. He okay, so he could skip all that U.S. title nonsense. That the nonsense that's been holding the card. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> what I'm saying is right. he could get past that. He doesn't even need to do it. He could just go straight for the WWE title, make the WWE title good. All right. Make you, it believable that he's the champion. You because say, with the NXT champion, he held that for how long? Six months. How how good did he look with that title? Really he good. He made that title look good. I'm not gonna first of all He is the NXT he title deserves to have that title on him. I agree with you, but first of all, the NXT title was made way before Bobby Roode. I'm not saying he didn't help. He definitely did. But, yeah, you, I like Bobby Roode too. But I also like Kofi Kingston. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> oh my but God. I, I, think, I think Bobby Roode's the smart choice between him or AJ. It's got to be one of them, right? Right. So, but then here comes the problem. We're talking about Bobby Roode needs to – Glorious Bobby Roode is not a baby face. No, absolutely not. Glorious Bobby Roode is He's a heel. So is Jinder Mahal. Right. And you're not – and they're – as much as they want Bobby Roode to be the heel, they're not going to be like, oh, well, you guys can cheer for gender now. <laughs> Nobody is getting on board. Right. Bobby- See, like, if you're going to keep Bobby Roode as his face, I think you might as well. You might as well have him beat gender, then turn again, and then have AJ fight. Then there's Bobby, Bobby Roode, AJ. You throw Nakamura in there. You do Nakamura, Bobby Roode again. I, I here, love this. Here's what I, I think. love this. I love this thing. Here's this what I want to see right before we get to break. <laughs> I want to see... Before Bobby Roode gets the title, Bobby Roode, Ty Dillinger, part two. At NXT, it happened. It was great. They had one match, and it was done. Right. Tied, it was a great match. And it was a great match. It, it, opened, at, uh, it opened that card, right? That was the first opened, match on that card? Last year's Survivor Series, I believe. That takeover. Yes. Right. So I, I'd like to see Ty Dillinger get another shot at Bobby Roode. Uh, we'll be, we'll be going to take a quick break. We'll be back soon. We're talking a little. Uh, the end of SmackDown. We're going to talk TLC. You're listening to the Phenomenal Forum on WCWPSports.org. Welcome back to the Phenomenal Forum. I'm Andrew Servideo. I'm here with Matt Weinstein. So, Matt, what 
are you looking forward to the most for this pay-per-view coming up, TLC? Tables, eyes, and chairs. TLC, it's got to be Shield, Strowman, Shield versus Strowman, Miz, and the bar, right? Right. There's nothing. Actually, there is one match we forgot to talk about. Big story from Raw. That's Tony the Tiger, Finn Balor uh, versus, don't sister, do that. versus Sister Abigail. I love, I love Finn Balor more than the next guy. <laughs> I love Finn Balor, I think, dude. I think the orange paint is dope, but... Oh, yeah. He's going to wrestle Sister Abigail? <laughs> I don't get it. All right, so here's my problem with this whole thing. I love Finn Balor to death. Finn so Balor so is my I. favorite wrestler right now. We're, we're in this, you're on putting the same him, page. You're putting him in a feud with the man who has done nothing this entire year besides lose the title in a terrible match at WrestleMania to Randy Orton. That was main event number four. <laughs> main event number four where they dropped the ball on, on, on Bray Wyatt. And now you're going to put him in a match with Finn Balor, who is on top of the game right now with this whole demon thing? Well, first of all, it's a third match with Finn Balor. The third one. The third <laughs> match. This is the third match you're having. In and which Finn has won both. Right. Both previous. What are you going to do for the third one? Are you going to have Bray Wyatt win? Well, he's not wrestling Bray Wyatt. He's wrestling Sister Abigail. Are you going to have Bray Wyatt win? <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. I really don't know where to go from here. I don't understand what they're Finn doing. Balor. Finn Balor needs to get out of this program he needs as soon as he possibly Meltzer, can. Meltzer, Dave Meltzer even I tweeted see. out. He yep. was like, Finn Balor, needs, he deserves way more better than this. This is not what Finn Balor's about. 100%. And I think that, that's another match. Does Finn, Finn Balor wins again? I guess so. Or I guess he, <laughs> I really, does he have unless, to lose? Unless they, unless they end the match in like some sort of stipulation where or, both of them ended up like looking it's a, good. It's a count out or it's a double DQ. Right, or Who knows? something. Uh, but I don't know. Maybe Bludgeon Brothers come out and help. Oh, now they're on. Uh, all right. Because it is Fan- a, du- it's a, oh no, TLC, no, it's not. TLC's Fantas- Hold on. Fantasy Booking 101. This is why we don't fantasy book on this show <laughs> because we just get disappointed. Yeah, yeah. I'm already disappointed that Kofi can- I know Kofi's not winning the title. <laughs> fantasy Booking 101. The Bludgeon Brothers, Harper and Rowan. First of all, so you scrap the name, they come back, they're the Wyatt family again. And it's three on one for Finn Balor. And then you know what happens? You know what? It's not even worth it. You know who comes out? The club. Luke Gallows. And Carl Anderson. That's right. It writes itself, oh! people. And there's your three on three. There's crazy. another match. There's another match in Survivor, Survivor Series. Car. Again, this is why we don't fantasy. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Because now we're upset. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're going to move it on. Uh, talk about you know, the pre show quick. Sasha Alicia Fox. Yeah. Apparently, Alicia Fox, you know, she, like, she really got into Sasha Banks in that backstage. Uh, that backstage segment where she beat her up. I think she was she was throwing potatoes. Yeah, yeah, potato yeah. Punch. It was, she pushed the ref. Yeah. She got fined. <laughs> I don't know what's. I don't know what that's about. It's pretty funny. I, I, it makes good for good TV. But again, Sasha's probably gonna win this match. I don't see yeah, Alicia Fox coming out winning this match. Pre-show match. Yeah. Nothing there. <laughs> Sasha deserves better. Yeah. All right. Uh, then the other pre-show match, cruiserweight tag match. Yeah. We talked about it. There's two programs in the cruiserweight division always. Brian Kendrick. It's the title and Brian Kendrick. <laughs> yeah. So you got Brian Kendrick and Jack Gallagher versus Cedric and Rich Swan. Yep. I love Cedric and Rich Swan. I love Cedric. I think they're great together. Yeah. They're great together. They're great separate. Mm-hmm. And I think this will be a great match. Oh, if it's they gonna get be time. really, really good. Brian Kendrick is. You know, does what Brian Kendrick does. Right. Jack Gallagher is in another league right now with, as, with this heel gimmick, yeah. where he's wearing the the suit in and the, ring. And the gloves, I love which the gloves. Is great. I, I, love, I, the I love it. And Cedric and Rich Swan, they're two of the best in the whole division. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, this is 
this is a spot where they can show it off. They can show this is why we're the top. This is why we deserve the shot at Enzo or Kalisto. This is why we is. don't belong in the pre-show. That's yeah. That's it. <laughs> yep. there, there was two months ago. It's the pre pre-show for SummerSlam was match of the night. Yep. It was New Day in the Usos. Then again, and then SummerSlam they gave him, right, and yeah. then they gave him the Hell in a Cell, and they said, "Wow, you guys are actually really good at this thing." That so hopefully Cedric and Rich Swan get something out of this pre-show match. Yeah. Yeah. You know, moving on, the next. Uh, you know the cruiserweight title, the other cruiserweight match. Right, Enzo Kalisto. Mm-hmm. We mentioned earlier. I think I think Kalisto wins this match. I I disagree. I think Enzo's going to win it, but we'll we'll see. We'll see how it is. I I think I I like Kalisto a whole lot, but I I can't get on board with he was my pro- my problem here <laughs> is what was it two weeks ago now when yeah. Kalisto debuted with the cruiserweights or three weeks ago whatever it was. When Kurt Angle came out and said, Enzo, you're right. None of these guys can take you. <laughs> so I have this new guy. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, who is this new guy? And it was Kalista. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I feel, like, like, that, you, I feel like you saved that spot for Johnny Gargano. Yeah, You yeah, saved that you spot this, for yeah. if somehow down the line you signed someone like Ricochet. You save that spot. Because now if they do something like that again, they'll be like, well, I'm very underwhelmed because Kalisto was Kalisto last was time. Kalisto was the last one, yeah. <laughs> and then it's Johnny Gargano. You're like, oh, all right, this is, this is good. Yeah. But I, but I So Kalisto is the face of the division. It's interesting. I do like him and Mustafa Ali together. Mustafa Ali is like the spokesman for... We don't like Enzo. Yeah, which... I think I think that's great. I think that's great uh, storytelling right there. Just the fact that nobody in the cruiserweight division likes Enzo. I think that's great. And oh, see, but now that Enzo has his stable, yeah, he's got a positive. Because now. now it's who is it? It's Tavari, <laughs> Gulak, Nice, yeah, and uh, and Noam Dar. Mm-hmm. There, so there's first of all, there's no way this match is one on one and it's a clean finish. Absolutely not. You have those four or five guys. Like I said, yeah, Mustafa Ali, even. Cedric and Rich Swan possibly. There's come out for Kalisto. So there's no way this is a one-on-one clean finish. I don't regardless think so either, of yeah. the outcome. Yeah, I think uh, I think it'll be a mosh posh of of a bunch of wrestlers at the end with like just coming in, being you know beating each other up. But this match on paper should not like it shouldn't even be a thing at this point because Enzo, I think in my opinion, should have kept that title. But we'll see how it goes. See, the problem with Enzo keeps that title is they brought Kalisto in this grand entrance. He loses. All right, now what do we have? Yeah, exactly. What happens next? <laughs> Bring up Johnny Gargano. No, it's not going to happen. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's talk about Asuka's debut because I'm very excited for this. All right, go for it. So undefeated all throughout NXT. You build up this this top female superstar that we've never seen before. She's incredible in the ring, doesn't speak very well English, whatever. I think she has a lot of potential on the main roster. If if you keep this undefeated streak going, if I know she'll beat Emma, I have no problem with that. And then I think right at the next, I think by if they don't have a title match at Survivor Series by whatever the pay per view after Survivor Series is, the next Raw pay per view, she she takes the title off Alexa. I think she does it right away. I don't think there's any time to waste because if Asuka is this undefeated monster and she comes in and you know she beat Emma in her debut match and then she's wrestling in like six ma- six woman tags. Or like she's wrestling Dana Brooke. Right. Who cares? Yeah. She needs to get, put her in the main event of the women's division on Raw. That's the only reasonable place for See, her now, to be. See now, my problem with this is what happens when Vince McMahon's like, you know what? I don't like I don't like her with the title. Well, I like I said, that's I when, don't... that's when she loses with a roll up by Alicia Fox. 
I don't want Alicia Fox to be the one. I want whoever, it to be whoever very, it is. I want her loss to be something so competitive that everybody's on the edge of their seat watching, waiting for Oscar to be beaten. I don't think she needs the title for that. Well, get ready to be disappointed. <laughs> Because I honestly, I uh, wish, I wish she lost in NXT. I really do. Yeah. Because I, I really wish she lost. They're going to screw it up in Brooklyn. They're going to screw it up because <laughs> that would have been the perfect way. You know, passing of the torch. It's Ember's. I excuse me, Roman Reigns, but it's Ember's yard now. <laughs> and but now it's you know that title's vacated, and Oscar has no loss. That I don't think that's a good thing. I think it needed to be done in NXT mm-hmm. because you watch, you know, when Charlotte, Sasha, Becky came up, when Bailey came up, they, they didn't, they weren't really taken seriously. And I, I really, I hope that's not the case, but I feel like after a while it's going to be the same with Oscar and her, her lo- first loss is going to be some throwaway match on, on Raw. Yeah. Um. All right. So let's talk about the main event, the TLC match between the Shield and Miz Strowman and the Bar. What do you think going into this match? What is going to happen? What do you think? I think uh, it's, it's it's a very interesting concept because the last time we saw this, what was it, uh, 2012 when the Shield debuted, mm. they had their debut at TLC in a TLC match. It was against Team Hell No and Ryback. Right. And it was it was all over the place. Rome, uh, Seth Rollins was jumping off ladders. He was He was trying to kill himself. There was, you know... Roman Reigns got the pin, obviously, and because even back then we knew Roman's the guy. It's yeah. his yard, <laughs> and <laughs> gotta, gotta make Roman, Roman look strong, really strong. Yeah, and I think it'll be very, very interesting, especially the five on three concept. There's definitely going to be some guys taken out of the match early. There's going to be some guys resting a little bit, but I, I'm, I think the most Im- interested I am is what does the Miz do? Because I feel like this this is happening because of the Miz. And I feel like people forget that. Because they added Strowman, they added Kane. They're like, oh, it's just the Miz. But Miz called out Roman. Miz is the reason the Shield is back together. How is he going to respond in this match? How is he going to look in this match? All right, so now you say you want, the, you want to see how, how the Miz does. I think this is all going to revolve around Kane. I think why is Kane there? What 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 other purpose has Kane just jumped out of the ring for no reason like that? And now he's he's monster Kane. He's doing Tombstone, so right. it's cool. What do you th- what do you think this leads to with Kane? Well, what do you think is going to happen with the Undertaker? It has to be. You think so? Oh, so you say oh well, I'm avenging my brother's loss at WrestleMania. That was seven months ago. Yeah, you do, first doing this now. Yeah, this is this is something else. Do you think? I- do you now? Do you think for Survivor Series? Instead of doing that big six on six, they do Shield versus Brothers of Destruction. No, not a Survivor Series. Here's what I think. I think you have this. Sa- you get rid of the Miz in this storyline, okay? And you keep it the Bar, Kane, and Strowman, and versus the Shield and the Undertaker. You're and, gonna team. You're gonna team the Shield with the Undertaker. And here's why. The reason Roman has beaten Triple H at WrestleMania, The Undertaker at WrestleMania, all these big money matches is because the ultimate goal is to get Roman over. The Undertaker, obviously you have Kane who's avenging his brother's defeat. The Undertaker somehow is going to go against Kane and he's going to look at Roman and say, 
this really is your yard. Or something like that. Something ridiculous. Uh, and he's going to say, you've gained my respect or whatever. If we get, if I we, want you to lead my team. I want to be on your team. If and Survivor then Seth Rollins Series, and Dean Ambrose are just like, what? If What's Survivor Series ends with Undertaker holding up Roman Reigns' arm, I'm going to puke. I'm going to puke everywhere. I'll, I'll hold you to it. And <laughs> I, it's, it's, a, it's a good chance. All right. A few minutes left. So anything, anything else left with TLC you want to talk about? You want to bring? No, up? I think we, uh, I think we talked about pretty much everything. I'm excited for the Finn Balor Bray Wyatt to end. Um, I'm excited for the main event and Aussie's debut. That's that's what I'm look, most looking forward to. I think on paper it doesn't look like it, but I think it's going to be a good show. I think it'll be a great show. Now here we got you know five minutes left or so. A couple days ago, <laughs> Ric Flair, the Nature Boy, woo woo, he came out and said. Here's my wrestling Mount Rushmore. Yep. It's a big topic that's been going on. And he said his four guys, The Rock, Stone Cold, Hulk Hogan, and, of course, Ric Flair. <laughs> he did himself. He had to put over himself. Uh, so we ha- we got to <laughs> talk about it. Who, Andrew, who is on your professional wrestling Mount Rushmore? All right. Here we go. You ready for this? Go for I-, it. I know I'm going to get a lot of hate for this. Go for it. I got Stone Cold. I got Shawn Michaels, I got The Undertaker, and I got Rick Rude. What? <laughs> Rick, you had me until Rick Rude. Yeah. Explain yourself. Let's go, let's go with that. I love Rick Rude. I think he... I love Kofi Kingston. I don't think he's not on my Mount Rushmore. Okay. He set the bar for this character of this cocky, arrogant character that how many how many guys we see now we see Ziggler like this we see the Miz like this plenty of other guys have done this Rick Rude was the original dastardly heel that I loved I love I go back and I watch Rick Rude matches when I'm bored because of how much oh, you mean on the WWE Network on the, only $9.99 a month 99 gotta plug it in sure um I think Rick Rude set the bar for that character in my opinion. And I just love that character. In I Alright, that, that I can get on board with. Yeah. But I still don't know. I agree with everything you just said. I still don't know if that's for, uh, Mount Rushmore worthy. Alright, well, Top four. whatever. All right, I'll give you, I wanted to throw one in there just, to, just you, to throw all you right, off. Alright, alright. <laughs> I'll give you... First, I had two honorable mentions. Okay. My honorable mentions were The Undertaker. He doesn't make my list. He is my honorable mention. My other, other honorable mention... <clears throat> it was the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes, baby. That's that's of course Dusty Rhodes. Great. I wanted to put him on so bad, I just couldn't do it. But he absolutely gets the nod in the honorable mention. Everything he did during and after his career. Yeah. Every just the legacy he has left. Yeah. So my four. Here we go. <laughs> I agree with Stone Cold. I love Stone Cold. That's the only thing we agree. Shawn <laughs> My- Michaels. I wanted to. I couldn't put him. On. Yeah. Undertaker was the honorable mention. Rick Rude, you know, believe it or not, I didn't think of him. <laughs> I have Stone Cold. I have Ric Flair. I put him on there, too. Of course. And then I have, oh, yeah, the Macho Man, Randy Savage. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, the Macho Man is the cream of the crop. Oh, and the cream yeah, brother. to the top. <laughs> macho Man makes my list. I, I like that. I like the and Macho Man. And we'll get into not- it. And number four is a guy a lot of people don't think of. When you think of the best to ever do it, or you know the best characters, the best wrestlers, and that's Andre the Giant. I Andre I the agree. Giant put the butts in the seats yeah. for years. Mm-hmm. That's that's the same thing as the argument you can make for Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan is professional wrestling. 
Yeah. Hulk Hogan didn't make my he list. Decided, Andre the Giant yeah. made my list, ladies and gentlemen. And now Stone Cold <laughs> was easy. Yeah. He was the first one I thought. No, that's, that's the, my first one, too. Stone well. Cold is, oh, yeah, Stone Cold. Yeah. You know, the rattlesnake. He, he did it all. He was, you know, he was, he was a great babyface, great heel. Whatever he needed to do, he did it. He was incredible. There's just never going to be another Stone Cold. Never. And I put Macho Man on there. Macho Man, it was between him and Dusty. And I thought Macho Man, for that one guy who was just, he played a character. He was larger than life. And but he did that, and at the same time, he was just your average guy. He was just a wrestler. Yeah. But the macho man, you know, all the theatrics, the hat, the cape, the tassels, everything about it, the elbow drop, just he's he's one of my favorites. He's on there. I think he's up there. Mount for me Rushmore. As well. He's he's in that uh, the George Washington slot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, uh, Andrew. You know, it's been a great, great first episode here of the Phenomenal Forum. You know anything? Anything you want to leave with? I really hope they don't mess up Oscar. That's all I have to say. I really hope they don't. I think this pay per view is going to be a great one. I don't think it'll be the best one on paper. It looks really good, but we could be proven wrong as we have in the past. But looking very forward to it. This is a great. This was a great first episode, though. I, I enjoyed oh, this. Uh, I am a hundred percent. I this cannot wait for more. Next week we'll get to some TLC recaps. You know, we'll, whatever we got to do. But for Andrew Servideo, I'm Matt Weinstein. This has been the Phenomenal Forum.